Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. His line speaks for itself. Seven assists, I think, as well. So, you know, he was terrific. I thought he competed on the defensive end as well. Coming up with big shots time and time again when he needed it. And then really making the right play as well. Quinn Snyder, trusting Donovan Mitchell's play in game one. Make the right play. Game two today, 2 o'clock TNT. The Zone's coverage starts at 1 o'clock with the pregame show. AT&T Sportsnet will have it as well. And PK, the big news yesterday, right after our show, we found out that Mike Conley has re-entered the bubble, which means they could have him back for game three. Assuming all the positive tests work out and everything, or all the tests come back uh, that he's clear. So, one more game, super shorthanded, and then back at it. Could it be 1-1 when they get Conley back? Yeah, it can be. Absolutely it can be. I mean, there's a, a sliver of a difference in regulation. In fact, there was no difference the last two times these teams have played. One was with Conley, one was without. Why can't Conley play tomorrow, man? What's he got to wait for? Four days, I guess. It can take a while for, for the day, symptoms tomorrow, to show up today. or whatever. Yeah. Well, who, who created four days? I don't know. Well, fine. Some you, man, doctor. You're a big Fauci dude. Come some on. Some doctor somewhere. Well, if it wasn't Fauci, it was somebody he knows. That's uh, metaphor, man. Oh, I'm more into similes. Okay, well then Fauci's as short as uh, short people are. And I don't, I'm short on patience when it comes to this stuff. And I don't want to have the Jazz be shorthanded. They need to get Conley there. Is that enough similes for you? Short is the word of the morning, people. Begin to tweet at us. In short order, we're going to have Kenny the Jet Smith here to talk NBA and then talk about the Jazz. So stand by for that. Yes. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Dame top of the key takes another deep three. It's good from Dame distance. It is Dame time in the fourth quarter. Gary Trent Jr. will dribble out the final three seconds. It's a game one Rip City winner. 100-93. The Blazers take down the Lakers and earn the 1-0 series lead in round one of the Western Conference playoffs. Blazers win a low-scoring game. Low-scoring game they've won this year. They shot 39%. The Lakers shot 35%. And the Lakers were a miserable 15% on three-pointers. They had the lead. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, PK. 84-78, middle of the fourth quarter. But the Blazers started hitting threes. And Lillard with two deep ones, a 30-footer, a 36-footer. Portland wins game one. You didn't think the Lakers were going to win the title. Man, down 0-1. Round one. Jake well, we early. thought that the Blazers would give them a strong run for their money. At least I did. I think you did, too. There was no reason why not. Lakers just don't have enough talent across the board. Uh, it was apparent. They don't They don't have enough scores. They don't have enough guys who can put the ball in the basket. And Lillard, you know, has extended his range. It seemed like uh, another 10 feet when, when he made that one shot that the guy was talking about from distance. I just said he needs a new nickname. If he's going to go with Dame, and that's what he goes by, only you call him Damien. Uh, but uh, you know the rest of us young, hip people in our cribs sitting here watching this game, we call him Dame. And when he made that shot, I thought, I said to myself, God, Dame, that was impressive. 
Yak is rolling. Yak is. Oh man, you win. That was a good. Is one. that a nine point five or a ten? Yeah, don't 9.5. don't give it an eight or a nine. That's a nine point five. Okay, that's pretty good. Well, you you know that was good, DJ. You're just jealous. That's all that is. Oh, constantly. I mean, I'm just. Right. I'm, and I've been trying to. Tell I am you, not short on jealousy. My over. What's the difference between simile and metaphor? You know stuff. That's what I thought. <laughs> you know, Here, Joe Biden. You know the thing. Uh, yeah, I, I've been trying to tell you my overwhelming brilliance is benefiting you financially. Yeah, but my jealousy has benefited me financially. So we I just got to keep doing what we're doing. I don't, I don't see how your jealousy has benefited. Don't you mess it up. That's not jealous. But come on, man. That's his new nickname. We. I'm sorry. He's now. The second god who played in the NBA. We had God Sham God. Now we got God Dame. Lillard had 34 in that game when it was all said and done. And the other eight seed also won. The Magic beat the Bucks. So the one seed that has been diminished more in your eyes by the game one loss. You well, I, I, it's not necessarily diminished. I look at it. Uh, in the way that the Blazers with their guys are a really good team. Yes, exactly. And so they're much different. I, see, you always put the Bucks in. I, you never could. I, you never could, huh? Well, a lot of it is out of ignorance because I'm just not watching them that much. As I said a million times, I don't spend a lot of time watching the East, but I spend all sorts of time watching the West. And then when, when I'm watching this game, and it's just one game, so you don't want to go crazy, uh, I look at it and think, who are these guys outside of Antetokounmpo, really? I mean, they're all nice players, but maybe Middleton a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the guys, you know, who are they? I mean, they're just sort of guys who've been in the league. They're, they're millionaires beyond so they 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 winning the game of life because they're making outrageous money. But other than that, did they really move the meter as basketball players in the league? Not so much. Now, it's, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about one game in the loss to Orlando, because uh, this has happened many times where teams lose a single game and still win the series. But I'm talking about putting them at the elite yep, level I, to where I put them overwhelmingly ahead of uh, Toronto. And I assume you get to the Celtics with Hayward's injury yeah. here. I don't have the rundown in front of me. Yes, uh, I think the key point here is that the Blazers, when they were healthy last year, they, I mean, you have a little bit of turnover, but they basically have the same group of guys. When they were healthy last year, they were a top-four team in the West when the West was really good and really deep. Oh, they're better they're than they were They're an eighth seed now because they had a bunch of injuries, but because they don't have a bunch of injuries at this moment, this roster the Lakers are playing, this is a, a somebody you'd see in a second round or in a conference final of that quality. It's not the way you think of an eight seed. Orlando is what you think an eight seed is. Orlando's actually, uh, there's seven games under 500. So, you know, one series is, is a much more difficult matchup. And, you know, the, I think the Bucks are in the mix. If for no other reason they got the best record in the league, and how often do you not put the team with the best record in the league, at least in the mix, even if they're not the favorite. Right. But in the East, there's so many bad teams that even though you can compare the win totals, you know they look really inflated. The Jazz have had problems, major problems with some of the top teams in the West. But they split with all the top teams in the East, and we all know travel's a factor and elevation's a factor and goofy, you know, back-to-back or third game in four nights is a factor. So the regular season's a different deal. But I don't think you can completely dismiss the fact that there are teams in the West the Jazz can't beat. 
and their teams in the East, and they split with all of them, right down the line. Split with Milwaukee. Split with the Raptors. Split with the Celtics. You just keep going down the line. I think they split with Philly, too. So, the top of the East isn't as good as the top of the West. But, every once in a while, one of those Eastern teams pulls it off. Cleveland got a title. Toronto got a title. Mostly, the championships have been going to the best teams in the West. Yes, Gordon Hayward is out. Grade three ankle sprain. He's going to miss four weeks. So, for the Celtics, that's the rest of the first round. Uh, Assuming they make it out against Philadelphia, he's going to miss the second round four weeks. We'll bring him back for a conference final. Yeah, the only shocker here is that uh, it wasn't a high ankle sprain. Because I haven't heard just an ankle sprain in years. We have to go high. Well, there it is. It's an ankle sprain. But I guess, you know, what I've been hearing as I've been watching flicking around the television, when it comes to the ankle sprains, when uh, other teams go high, we go low. Ah, see. So the other thing is it could be some of the conference final he misses because they've talked about how they're not going to spread the series out like they normally do for TV to kind of get through in the bubble. If, If everybody wraps it up quickly, then they'll just move on to the next series. So maybe it won't take two weeks to play every series. Maybe they won't win. And there's that, too. Uh, the other games, man, James Harden and the Rockets, they made it look easy, didn't Did that hold your attention at all? They had, they had a pretty comfortable lead for a big chunk of that game. Uh, it held my attention, but not for all. Harden with 37 points. No Westbrook, and it just didn't matter. Rockets win by 15. Yeah, and I, I just don't get people who say that uh, watching James Harden, it doesn't do it. I, mean, I, <laughs> I know, the best I offensive just, player. I, the only thing I think of is it's jealousy. I mean, and the guy's a premier player. You're prolific offensively. He beat the Pacers. That was the other game. Today, it starts with Nets and Raptors at 11.30, then the Jazz at 2. Sixers and Celtics at 4.30, Mavericks and Clippers at 7. And we will have more on the NBA, the NBA playoffs, and the Jazz coming up with Kenny DeJet Smith. He is going to join us in about half an hour. Aaron Falk, UtahJazz.com writer, 9 o'clock. So, all that on the way. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I feel very comfortable with the offense right now. I feel very comfortable with my guys. Um, and I think you know, I think we're going to be pretty good on offense. I'm, I'm excited more so than nervous, I would say. That's Joe Burrow coming off that 15-0 season at LSU. Now can he turn around the Cincinnati Bengals? Comfortable with the offense, PK, but uh, he doesn't have NFL defensive linemen and linebackers running at him right now. And the Bengals, uh, there have been some highlights, but way more lowlights than highlights there. Yeah, well, he says he thinks he's going to be pretty good offensively. He really has no idea. He has nothing to compare it to. But I would expect him to say that, though. You can't say we're going to be bad. So, But he, he doesn't know that either. Right. He's got, he's got no NFL games to base this on. Right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans says he's enjoying working with new quarterback Tom Brady and that Brady is a living legend and trying to turn me into a living legend as well. I'm appreciative of that. He's the GOAT on and off the field. It's crazy. He's a superstar. The most accomplished player in our game in history. And he's just like everybody else. He keeps going, PK. Uh, What else can you say, though, right? Joe Burrow territory. You can't come in and say negative stuff about Brady. 
But he's yeah, amazing. Mike, Mike Evans is a really good player himself as a receiver. He's tall and strong and big and got all that stuff going for him. So, yeah, I would expect him to say that about Brady because Brady is the living legend. Right now, he is the – it's a different game than individual sports, but he's on a level that, uh, off the top of my head, uh, who as far as still being active would be Tiger. Uh, I guess you can go uh, maybe some tennis too. I don't really get into that. But as far as uh, team sport, and I don't know that we've ever had a player this accomplished still playing and certainly changing teams like this and being this good, too. I assume he's going to be pretty good. He well, didn't a significant drop-off. In team sports, the comparison would have to be LeBron, right? Three-time champion changing teams, six-time champion changing teams. Baseball doesn't have a multi-time champion first off it's a harder sport for one guy to say man if you got that guy you're good and if you lose that guy uh oh and it's just you know baseball too many too many players matter starting pitchers for you know that's a good jumping off point but you know trout trout's uh, everyone acknowledges trout's greatness but he's not sitting on multiple championships yeah but it's, i gotta go more than lebron though in terms of what he's won right yeah he's actually won double what lebron has won Sitting on six championships. So that's why I went Tiger. Yeah. Two-time Super Bowl winning coach Tom Flores, uh, Drew Pearson, Cowboys, are finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2021. So there's a coaches category now. Flores is nominated in that. Pearson is a senior nominee. Any of their, the candidacies uh, motivate you at all, PK? Get fired up about any of them? Or whoever gets in the hall, good for you. Uh, more the latter, yeah, yeah for more sure. The latter. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. We're constantly weighing the consequences of playing, uh, but we're also weighing the consequences of not playing uh, and how that would impact the players uh, and what they would do and the isolation that it would create uh, for them and how we can manage it for them. That's Nick Saban. He went on to uh, speculate about a spring season being basically a JV season because a lot of the juniors and seniors would opt out, certainly on his roster because he's always got a lot of uh, NFL guys, and that would probably just – I think guys on any team might opt out, but his roster would really opt out because he's got more NFL guys. So I can't imagine he's a big fan of uh, the spring season. Yeah, I get what he's saying. Why would they have to manage the consequences of not playing? If they don't play, shouldn't they just – if, since they're all these big student athletes, and that's the big deal, they're amateurs. Well, shouldn't they just go back to being a student? A student, if there's no athletes, I mean, are we managing everybody else on the University of Alabama? I mean, you see, you can't really have it both ways here. Trying to have it both ways because they don't want the players to be employees because they don't want to pay them legally. Exactly. More. How about this? More. They don't want to pay them more. I mean, obviously. You know, there's, we can put a value on the scholarship because we know what they're charging for tuition. And then you've got, you know, now they've got the stipends on top of that. And then you could put a value on uh, the training table because the average student is, you know, paying to eat in the dining commons or wherever else they're eating. And the athletes are getting fed. So you can put a value on all that stuff. But some of them have more value. Uh, Notre Dame suspending in-class and in-person classes, they're moving to virtual learning, uh, but they said it's not going to affect uh, the current status of varsity athletics. 
Is that a two-week deal in Notre Dame? That's until September 2. It's two weeks for yeah. now. All right. North Carolina uh, kind of moving along the same lines. Moving students off campus, but still playing football at this point. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 0-1, a weak ground ball to the right side. It gets past the mound. Byron coming on the throw. The slide, he's safe. Twins win. Twins win. The Minnesota Twins win it. Man, had a no-hitter into the ninth, and then you end up with an extra inning game, and the Twins win it 4-3. So uh, Minnesota doesn't get the no-hitter, but they do get the victory. 12 innings is now, we've got to kind of recalibrate with the runner at second base. 12 innings is a marathon game. Is that equivalent to like 15? Or just not, we're not going to see that. We've seen a couple 12 inning games, and we're not going to see that many of them. I don't know. I'm still busy recalibrating. Recalibrating. I mean, I rarely calibrate. Now I have to recalibrate. That's a lot at 7.20 in the morning to ask. Are the Dodgers ever going to lose again? That's seven straight wins. I've calibrated that very quickly. 18 and 7. Beat the Mariners. Corey Seager. RBI single in the eighth. Boom. 2-1. They're crushing it. Living up to it. Playing 700 ball. What, what is that over the course? 600 ball is uh, is a 100 win season, basically. So 700 ball. They're I don't just going to compare everything to the regular yes. season. of. I want to know how many wins they're on pace for. You know, they're playing a full season. Well, when you figure it out, get back to us. Because I, be- I believe there's like 98% of our folks want to know that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like 112, And they're called wins. losers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I actually, I actually found that. Them with numbers I find, like I found that morning. funnier than Lillard. That was funnier. There's, I think that a was reason, a highlighted segment. There's a reason why Locke didn't do a morning show. <laughs> 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 hey, your Diamondbacks getting it together. They got a six-game win streak. They deserve a shout out, and they took it to Oakland, who's been really good. But now they've uh, beaten them a couple times. Ten-one. That's a thumping. You flipping over and checking that out? Well, I actually had it on. It's a, it was a, a four o'clock start because they're going up to Oakland now for a series, a couple because there's two games and then two games up in Oakland. And uh, so for whatever reason, it started at uh, 4:10 our time. So yes, I did watch it the first two innings, and that's pretty much all I needed to see because they scored five in the first and four in the second. That was it. All right, what is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, we'll talk with Kenny Smith here in half an hour on Facebook. We've got a question going. Uh, what do you think of Donovan Mitchell now? He just went off for 57. Oh, are you recalibrating? Or are you just sticking with the original calibration? We'll get to that next. It's up on Facebook. You can tweet at us, David DJ James. Use the open mic on the app. Send in your takes. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.